Hey, this is David Dearman. I'm the pastor at Memphis Tabernacle, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope that this message inspires you and builds your faith. I hope that it gives you fresh insight and strength to see God move in your life. Enjoy the message. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Read verse 18 again. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Out of the NIV translation, it says this. Give thanks in all circumstances. <laughs> I know someone says, really? Now, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. Can I tell you, God's will is that you give thanks in all circumstances. You say, but I don't know if God knows what I'm going through right now. No, God knows what you're going through. And he said to give thanks in it. And then out of the message, it says this. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ to live. Thank God no matter what happens. Can you just say out the words, no matter what happens, God's will is for me to thank God in everything. The Bible says in everything give thanks. Notice it doesn't say for everything give thanks. <laughs> for everything give thanks. Because there's some things I could think of that I would not give thanks for, right? But in everything, in every circumstance, whatever you're going through, give thanks to God. Why? Because there's a key in that that will help you through life. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I'm going to give you three points today. And it's just an overview of the, the, the title of the series, which is Thank You. Thank you is the most common, I think in emails, it's the most common phrase that we use. Someone opens the door for you, and what should you say? Thank you, right? Someone comes and you're sitting in a restaurant and they come and refill you know, your water glass, and what, what should you say? Thank you. See, I say what should you say because not everybody even says thank you, right? The proper response is Come on, what's the proper response? Thank you. Someone does something nice for you, what should you say? Thank you. Thank you is a common phrase in, in communication. And I think sometimes we just overlook it because it's so common. Some of the most common things we overlook and think, oh, that's just a nicety. It's having good manners. But the power of thanks is something that God created. It's in the Word, and I want to point it out to you, and I believe that we'll see some life change because of it. Someone might say, Thank Thanksgiving, isn't that next month? That, don't we talk about Thanksgiving? In fact, you know, if you look up uh, just uh, on the Internet, you go in and you type in Thanksgiving, everything's about the holiday. When God said Thanksgiving, this preceded our American holiday, right? Thanksgiving is not a holiday to God. To us, we say Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, it's in November. To God, Thanksgiving is a daily thing in our lives. It's a part of our lives. So I'm going to give you three points. Number one, write in the word lifestyle. Thanksgiving is a lifestyle. Thanksgiving, and right under it, Thanksgiving is the lifestyle brand 
for every believer. What do you mean lifestyle brand? Well, you know, nowadays in our society, things are a lifestyle brand. Like Instagram or social media will communicate your lifestyle brand. It's, it's what you like, how you like to dress, who you like to hang around, what you enjoy, what movies, what, what is your social environment and surroundings. It's your lifestyle. It's who you are. It really points up your, uh, your aggregate or your uh, collection of choices. It's your lifestyle brand. But can I tell you, to the believer, the lifestyle brand is a life of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the lifestyle brand for every believer. Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, but giving thanks to God is something that he asks us to do. I want you to look back in 1 Thessalonians, and I want to point out the words, in everything, what does he say? In everything, give thanks. There's two things about giving thanks. One is to be thankful, and that's a heart attitude. But when he says give thanks, that's different than a, than a heart attitude, right? That's an action. To give thanks is an action. And it requires you getting out of your comfort zone, whether it be I'm having a gloomy day or I'm tired today and I don't really feel like talking, or pride, it requires you getting out of your shell and saying, you know, I need to be thankful. I've been a worship leader for 20, 25 years, and I've always, worship leading is something that's, that's different than teaching because worship leading, there's always a call and response. There's, you know, if you stand, there's not a concert. It's something that you lead others in worship, so you worship together. So sometimes I would say, uh, you know, somebody that I know for years, and they're, they're sitting on the front row with their hands crossed and just kind of looking at you. And I say, hey, you doing okay today? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't you normally point this out, but I just noticed that you were, seemed to have, be having a, well, I was, I was thanking God inside. And that's true. You can have a thankful heart inside. But can I tell you, if, if it stays inside and it doesn't ever come out of your mouth, it, then it's not inside. Because Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth leaks or the mouth speaks, right? Whatever's inside in abundance is going to come out. If you have thanksgiving inside of your heart, thanksgiving will come out of your mouth. If you have a hard time thanking people, thanking God, being thankful for things, then you really don't have thanksgiving in your heart. So what do we need to do? Well, what do we do if we need to get some more gas in our gas tank? We need to go fill it up. That's what we're doing. We're talking about thanksgiving because I believe it's a key to our Christian life. He says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. Not just be thankful, but give thanks. Say, thank you, Lord. Sometimes in our worship times, I'll say, let's give the Lord thanks. What's the first thing that churches do? What's the first thing they do? Think about it. What is it? They clap their hands. Right? But I didn't say, let's clap our hands. <laughs> I said, what? Let's give God thanks. So what's the, I'm not saying you shouldn't clap your hands, but I'm saying what's the first thing we should do? Thank you, Lord. Watch, watch this. Let's just try it. Let's see what we do today after this little lesson, okay? Is it over? No. Okay. But, but let's just try it. Let's give God thanks today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Someone clapped their hands. Thank you. Okay. It's okay to clap your hands, but notice in the Bible where it says clap your hands, it said clap your hands, all you people, shout unto God. Clapping wasn't just clapping. Clapping was accompanied with speaking. Always. Always. I don't think it's ever appropriate just to go, let's praise God. Right? It would be like coming up and saying, hey, someone just did something for you, and you walk up and Mark, Mark, you know, I say, man, I need 10 bucks, you know. And Mark comes up and hands me 10 bucks, and I'm like, 
He's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Well, I'm, I'm thanking you. What would be more appropriate to come up and say thank you? Now, sometimes I, if it was like 100 bucks, I might go, ha, ha, thank you. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it's a company with a clap, right? But there's still a thank you behind it. Can I tell you, when God's talking about thankfulness, it's not just a hard attitude. It's an action. Here at church, I'm just telling you the way that we should be is when we say, let's thank God. Come on, let's thank God. Thank you, Lord. Right. We should hear some voices going up to God. And you say, but I don't feel like giving thanks. Thanksgiving, we're giving thanks to God because God is the one worthy to be thanked. So it really doesn't matter how you feel. It matters how he is. That's why the Bible says, give thanks to the Lord. And then he says, praise him because he's worthy to be praised. The word worthy just means worth. He has value. God is always worth praising. He's always valuable. Anytime we say, let's thank God, what should we do? Thank you, Lord. If there is something that's messed up with the equation, it's, it's me and my heart. It's not him, right? He's always worthy to be thanked and praised, no matter how you feel. Doesn't matter if you feel good. Doesn't matter if you feel bad. He's always worthy to be thanked. So let's thank the Lord today. Come on. Say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we should all be thankful. That should be our thing. Now, if you want to clap, you can clap, but make sure that, that, that your mouth is louder than your hands, okay? Okay, so it's a lifestyle to the believer. In everything, give thanks. We always have a reason to give thanks. Like, you know, someone said, well, I got in a car accident. Well, I'll give thanks. Well, thank God that you walked away from it. Thank God that there was no injuries, Right? There's always a reason to give thanks. I remember reading the story out of the hiding place, Corey Tinboom. She's told this story back in the 40s. Corey Tinboom relates an incident that taught her an important principle of Thanksgiving here. She and her sister Betsy had just been transferred to the worst German prison camp they had seen in Robinsbrook. Upon entering the barracks, they found themselves extremely overcrowded and flea-infested. Oh, mm. Their scripture reading that morning was in 1 Thessalonians, and it reminded them to rejoice always, to pray constantly, and to give thanks in all circumstances. So Betsy told Corey to stop and thank the Lord for every detail of their new living quarters. Corey at first flatly refused to give thanks for the fleas. But Betsy persisted. She finally succumbed. During the months spent at that camp, they were surprised to find how openly that they could hold Bible studies and prayer meetings without any guard interference. It was several months later when they learned that the guards would not enter the barracks because of the fleas. Can I tell you, sometimes we look at things and say, I'm not going to give thanks. And some things, God, you may have gone through a breakup, and that breakup saved you from a divorce. Oh, God, why did you have me break up with them? <laughs> you really want to know? You might have gone through a little setback here, and that little setback caused you to double-check things out so that you didn't make a bigger mistake later on. In everything, give thanks. Let me remind you, God's on your side. God loves you. God's got your back. God's with you. In everything, everything we're going through, give thanks to the Lord. Come on, church, let's do it again. Let's give thanks to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thanksgiving should be a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Why be thankful? Well, the Bible says here because it pleases God. God loves it. If you doubt 
that you're in the will of God, or if you wonder, how do I get in the will of God? The quickest way to get in the will of God is to start thanking. Because the Bible says that's the will of God is thanksgiving. Then in Psalm 100, look under she's Psalm 100 or on the screens. And I want you to read this out loud. Psalm 100 verse 3 says this. Let's read together. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Notice, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Walk into God's front doors with thanksgiving. I know that when I walk into the front door of my house, I have I have these keys. I have, well, I have three keys on my, you know, and one's to my car, and one's to one lock on my front door, and one's to another lock on my front door. You look at my wife's keys, and she, you think she's a janitor. I mean, <laughs> she, that's why she's got a purse for her keys, okay? And so, but these, these, uh, these keys enter, I need the key to get into my front door, and I go and I find the right key to get into the right door. The Bible says that we ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Do you know how to get into the presence of the Lord? Thanksgiving. Sometimes we want to come in and we say, enter in with complaining. Tell them all your problems. Tell them all your stuff. I'm not saying that you can't be honest with God, but I'll tell you what, it's a whole lot more enjoyable, I know, for the Lord when you walk in and say, thank you, God, that you're God. Even though I'm going through some stuff right now, I thank you that you're faithful. I thank you that you're mighty. I thank you that you're awesome. I thank you that you're wonderful. I thank you that you never let me down. I thank you that I'm saved. I thank you that I'm delivered. I thank you that you're on my side. I thank you that you died for my freedom. I thank you for my, and you just go on and on and on. And you know what happens? Inside, you are in God's presence. How did you get there? Thanksgiving. What's the key? Thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. But I want you to notice the verse that precedes it. It says this. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We're his people and the sheep of his pasture. You know what that says? It says we enter in with thanksgiving because we're not on top. God is. We're not in charge. God is. We're his people. He's not just our people. He's not just our God. We're his people. We're under him. You know what that shows? And this is point number two, humility. You can't give thanks for something you think you deserve. That's for somebody in here. You can't give thanks for something that you think you deserve. See, if you worked for it, if you did something to accomplish it, then you kind of go, okay, then give thanks is kind of just a nice gesture on top of it. Kind of like when you pay for a meal or you pay for a check or you pay for uh, some goods or something and they ask you, they say, that'll be $8.37 and you give it to them and they say, thank you, and you say, thank you. Well, that was just an exchange of goods. You gave them what you gave them. They gave you what they gave you. But, but you didn't really need to say it. It was a nicety. Sometimes we think that's the way it is with God. That's not true. God didn't have to give you grace. God didn't have to wake you up and give you breath today. It's not an exchange of goods. It's not, well, I gave you my life. I gave you my Sunday. I was at church Sunday, and I read my Bible four days this week. So thank you, Lord. It's not an exchange of goods. It's all grace. It's hard to thank God for things that we think we deserve. That's why in Ephesians, it says this, for by grace, Ephesians 2.8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, listen, and that 
not of yourself, not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works. Why? Lest any man should boast. Why didn't God allow some of it to be works? See, sometimes we translate our life with the Lord as most of it's God and some of it's me. See, but if God allowed some of it to be you, you'd boast in the little bit that it was you. Well, you know what I did, God? And God's like, seriously, none of it's you. None of it's you. It's all me. The reason you're saved, it's all me. Well, well God, what about this and what about this? Nope. What, well, what about that? And nope. Your righteousness, the Bible says, is as filthy rags. It says filthy rags. Why? It's all God. Which means that our thanksgiving to him is fully deserved. We didn't do anything to deserve our salvation. We didn't do anything to deserve our healing. We didn't do anything to deserve God being our father and loving us and taking us into his family. Nothing. Nothing. So what does that mean? It means thanksgiving is deserved. You can't give thanks for something that you think you deserve. So why is Thanksgiving a difficult thing? Because I think that we think, well, you know, kind of like I'm exchanging goods. I could thank him or I could not thank him. Thanks is when you get something you don't deserve and you didn't earn. It's all grace, no works, nothing of ourselves. When you think you deserve it, it's difficult for you to give thanks. It would be like your boss you know, you get paid on Friday, and your boss says, hey, by the way, you're doing such a great job. Come to me on Friday, and I have something for you. Just doing such a great job. And so you, you're all week long. You're going, oh, man, what's he going to give me? And he comes on Friday, and he hands you the check. He hands you your paycheck, and it's, you open it up, and it's the same paycheck you got last week. Would you be so thankful for it, or would you feel like, oh, where's the rest? See, that's sometimes the way it is, is that we, we wouldn't feel excited about it because we earned it. I mean, I, well, what kind of what extra is that? And that's sometimes the way that we feel like it is with God, is God, things that I do, I'm doing things to deserve something. But can I tell you, we didn't do anything to deserve the things that God's given us. It's not by works, it's by grace. It's all grace. Thanksgiving, listen, thanksgiving and humility go together. Thanksgiving and humility go together. Humility is only a return to reality. Humility is only a return to reality. Here's what this means. Sometimes people go, well, you know, say they're under a boss, okay? And their boss is the boss. And their boss is saying, I don't want to go that direction. I want to go this direction. And you say, well, I don't think that's the right direction. I want to go this direction. He says, yeah, but I'm the boss and, you know, I'm responsible for it. So let's go this direction. And you say, uh, okay, I guess I'll just humble myself. You didn't do anything for that boss. That's just reality. You're under them. You didn't give that boss anything. Sometimes you think your humility gave the person something. No, it gave them what's already theirs. Does that make sense? Submission, you know what submission, the word sub is like a submarine, it means to come under. Submission means you put your mission under the mission of the person who's in charge. When you submit, it means you pull yourself under the person that's in charge. Sometimes we think of submission as like, I'm doing something for the person. No, you're just causing the person to have a better day because your attitude is out of line. Submission's just reality. God's the one who sets things in order. For us to come and to humble our, well, God, okay, I don't really feel like loving you today. I don't really feel like thanking you today, but I guess I'll just do it. You're not giving God anything. You're giving you something. God already deserves the praise whether you admit it or walk in it or not. 
Humility is really just a return to how things really, whether you admit it or not, or I admit it, or the person out on the street admits it, God is still God. And God's still going to get his way, and God's still in charge. Amen? Whether we submit to those plans or not, whether we humble ourselves or not. So, number two, humility. You can't give thanks for something you think you deserve. Humility is just a return to reality. It really isn't you. You're not helping anyone by being humble. You're helping yourself by being humble. Amen. Somebody say amen. If you can't say amen for yourself, say amen for your neighbor. They needed that, okay? Amen. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. It says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to notice, thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Is that past tense, present tense, or future tense? God gives us the victory. Is that past tense, present tense, or future tense? Well, it's present tense, and it's also future tense, right? But do you know most of the time we think of Thanksgiving of something, something that God already did? Well, I'll thank him when I see it, you know? You tell me to give thanks. I don't have much to give thanks for. No, 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 you're just unaware. In other words, for its ignorance. Now, I would never say that word, okay, to people, but I'll say it over myself. I've been ignorant before been ignorant before of all that God has done in my life. He says, thanks be to God who gives us, gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to tell you today, thanksgiving's not just for the past. Thanksgiving's for the present and thanksgiving's for the future. Thanksgiving is a key in our lives. In, in fact, just a couple of chapters forward in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it says this. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. I want you to notice who leads us in triumph. Who leads us? Is that past? present or future it's present and future thanks be to God who leads us thanks be to God who leads us I want you to notice what it doesn't say it doesn't say thanks be to God who leads us to triumph it says thanks be to God who leads us in triumph you know what that means it means that you are in a triumphant march like a a band or someone that's marching down the road an army that's walking down the road and you're marching triumphantly he's leading you in triumph Not to triumph. Sometimes because we don't spend enough time with God or in his word, we think that we're praying so that God can get the victory. I don't know if you know this, friends, but God's already got the victory. God's not defeated trying to get the victory. Even in your life, God's not defeated trying to get the victory. God's already gained the victory in your life. Well, why don't I see it? This is a key right here. Thanks be to God. Who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. And through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every good place. The fragrance. The fragrance. The smell of victory. Can I tell you, victory has a smell. Yeah. But so does defeat. You know what what does defeat smell like? It stinks. Thanks be to God. Come on, let's say it out loud. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Say this. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. Say it again. Thanks be to God who always leads me in triumph in Christ Jesus. 
Somebody needs to say it right now over their situation. This isn't just for me. This is for you. Ready? Thanks be to God who always leads me in triumph in Christ Jesus. Think of the situation you're dealing with right now in life. And you say, God, I need your help. God, I don't know what to do. Listen, I don't know what to do. And the preacher's up here telling you what to do. Say this with me. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. That's what to do. What do you do? You thank God. Come on, let's thank God for a moment. Thank you, Lord. Let's say thank you that you're on my side. Thank you that you never leave me. Thank you that you never forsake me. That's right. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Number three is this. It's victory. Victory. Can you write in the word victory? Thanksgiving is a sign of faith and a key to victory. Thanksgiving is a sign of faith and a key to victory. Who does God give grace to? He gives grace to the humble. And what is a sign of humility? Thanksgiving. A sign of humility is thanksgiving. If it's difficult for you to give thanks, it might show a lack of humility. If you have a difficulty in giving thanks to God, to people, giving others the credit and not all yourself, it it, it may show a lack of humility. If you have a lack of humility, let me tell you, you're going to have a difficult time receiving from God. Do you remember the rich young ruler? He came and he said, all these things I've done. And he said, one thing you lack, give up all those things and give it to the poor and come follow me. And he's like, oh, man, that's hard for me because it's it's, it's really about what I've done. And that would be about what you've done. So if it's difficult for you to give thanks, you lack humility. And if you lack humility, it's hard to receive from God. We usually think of thanksgiving after the answer. But I want to tell you this morning, church, thanksgiving should also precede the answer. Again, you're sitting in a restaurant, and you say, hey, can I have a refill on some water? And they say, I'll be right back. What do you say? Thank you. What does that say? I believe you'll be right back, right? You don't say, well, I'll thank you when you come back and give me some water, right? If you had a debt, and you had a $5,000 debt, and, uh, and you called up the bank, and the bank said, hey, if you don't pay this, you know, we're going to have to send you to collections. We're going to have to call uh, legal action on you. And you said, I don't know what to do. Well, I just don't have the money. And they said, well, hold on. My boss just got on the phone. Hold on. The boss gets on the phone and says, hey, Mr. Such-and-such, Mr. Such-and-such, I just want to tell you we had something come up. We're going to completely forgive you of that debt. Would you have a hard time thanking them? But what would you do right away? You'd say, thank you. You would, really? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you email me the information on it? Thank you. You don't wait and say, well, I'll, I'll wait till I, when I see it. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But you know, that's what, what we want to do with God sometimes. We want to say, God, I ask you today. Today I got stood up in here and I got prayed for. God, I ask you for this. And God says, start thanking me for it. You say, I, I'll, I'll thank you when I see it. See, Thanksgiving shouldn't only be afterwards. Thanksgiving should be before. Let me give you the rest of these things just to fill it in, then I'll, I'll pick it up here next week. Psalm chapter 78, 7840. Can you just read this with me? How often they provoked him in the wilderness, and they grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Did you know you could limit God? Did you know you could put a limiter on God? Well, you can't limit God. Well, the Bible says right here they limited God. The children of Israel limited God. Why? Because they complained. Because they didn't thank God. They limited God. And here's here's the fill-in. We limit God from working on our behalf when we complain and walk by sight. 
We limit God from working on our behalf when we complain and walk by sight. Then I want you to read the scripture in 1 John 5. Read 1 John 5. It says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Listen, here's the fill-in. Faith is required to walk in victory. You don't just walk in victory because Jesus has already defeated the enemy. He has already defeated the enemy. But, but you don't possess those things unless you walk in faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, without faith it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The whole faith chapter, all those people who receive things, every single one of them was, was by faith. And he says, if you don't have faith, you can't receive the promises of God. God gives grace to the humble. A way to be humble is to thank God. Thank God when? Not after, but thank God before. This is a victory that overcomes the world. Faith is required to walk in victory. And then this last part. Your ability to thank God in advance is one of the best signs that you are walking in faith and victory. Someone says, uh-oh. Well, what if I'm not? Your ability to thank God in advance is one of the best signs that we're walking in faith and victory. Jesus was feeding the 5,000. What did he do? He said, bring the bread to me, the little boy's lunch. Do you know what the first thing he did? He took it and he offered it up and said, thank you. Gave thanks. Before the miracle or after the miracle? Before the miracle. Jesus is standing at Lazarus' tomb. And he's been dead for three or four days. All these people are, oh, Lazarus is dead. What am I going to do? And what did the Bible say? The Bible says Jesus stood there and he said, Father, I give thanks to you that you've heard me. And you always hear me. Did he give thanks before the miracle or after the miracle? Before the miracle. When should we give thanks? Before the miracle or just after the miracle? Before the miracle. I think somebody in here today needs to just stop, put your papers aside, and begin to give thanks that he's on your side. Come on, let's do it right now. Just bow your head. Say, God, I want to thank you today. God, I want to thank you today that you're working it out. I'm not here in this room by accident today. God, I want to thank you that you're working out the situation. I want to thank you, Lord, that you supply every need. I want to thank you that you're giving me direction. Lord, for that person who's lonely today, I want to thank you that you're the friend who sticks closer than a brother. For the wayward child who's walked away from you, I want to thank you that you're going to bring them back home. God, I want to give you thanks ahead of time that even though I don't know what I'm doing all the time, you know what you're doing, God. And I put my hope in you, and I put my strength in you. You're my life. You're my help. And I give you thanks today. Come on, church, out of your mouth. One more time, just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And if you did, I'd like to ask you to subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed, ready when you are. God bless you, and I'll see you next time on the Memphis Tabernacle Podcast.